0: Love like a king. You may have seen the video this week, uh, a little shocking, but of a North Korean soldier fleeing from the north. And so you see this video of a car driving down this road by itself, speeding, and then it kind of eventually crashes into a gutter, and then this man just starts running. Um, And these soldiers come running after him and are are, are shooting after him. And um, in the end, he's shot several times, but the South Koreans kind of come out and they, they pull him to safety. There are different ideas of what leadership is. There's an idea, a philosophy of leadership that if you will not serve me... If you are not about me, then you need to get away from me. Then you're you're the enemy. We see that model of leadership even within our own country. We see it uh, sometimes within our own friendships, our households, our dating relationships. If you're not going to be all about me, then you need to get away from me. But Jesus gives us his model of kingship. I, I think that's why when we, we think of kingship, we think of authority, part of us kind of bristles. Maybe rightfully so, because are are you saying that I have to do something for you? Am I yeah, am I subject to you? Because I, I don't know what you're gonna do with that. I don't know that you're gonna respect me and love me. And so this idea of leadership in general, and kingship, authority, even people think of like authority within the church, they're like, hold on a second, what are you going to ask of me? Jesus shows us his model of leadership. We see this as a foreshadowing in the first reading, that this is what the Lord says to you and I. This is his model of leadership. Leadership. I myself will look after and tend my sheep. As a shepherd tends his flock when he finds himself among his scattered sheep, so will I tend my sheep. I will rescue them from every place where they were scattered when it was cloudy and dark. I myself will pasture my sheep. I myself will give them rest the lost I will seek out, the strayed I will bring back, the injured I will bind up, the sick I will heal. That we have a king and shepherd who comes not to be served, but to serve and to love us. That his pursuit, his chase after us is not to bring us harm, but to bring us freedom and healing and joy and life. That rather than us having to suffer for his sake, that he's willing to suffer, that he's willing to take the bullet, he's willing to suffer on the cross so that I don't have to for eternity. That he's willing to pay any price so that I can live this is the kingship of Jesus Christ. And what's beautiful is that he not only gives it to us, offers it as a gift. We don't have to respond. A, a lot of people still they, they perceive it as a heavy yoke that this leader, this king is going to demand things of me. And Jesus is like, you have freedom. You don't have to be here. You don't have to accept this gift that I, it's a gift. But even more than that is Jesus invites you and I to share in his kingship. That not only is he king, but he he invites us to share in his kingship. I was was talking to someone else, another priest, about this homily, and he's like, I think of checkers. I was like, what are you talking about? He says, in checkers, the whole goal is king me, (laughs) you know? Like I want to be king. I want to be able to move around and do what I want. I, I there's something in us that desires notoriety, that desires power and fame. And, and 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 maybe maybe we have that sense, not because we want people to serve us, but maybe because we have an innate sense that we are made to be served by him. And that we were made for kingship, but the kingship that we're made for, we receive in our baptism. Uh, I don't know if you've been to an infant baptism. Uh, this is where you see it. Uh, happens with adults too, but infants is typically where Catholics are baptized. That um, that after the baptism, as a explanatory ritual, uh, the priest takes sacred chrism, which symbolize. I mean. Is Christ himself and then uh, the person the child is crowned with sacred chrism on the crown of the head just like in uh, antiquity kings would be anointed on the crown of their head kings before they were given a crown to put on and so you and I in our baptism share in the the with Jesus priest prophet, and king, that we were made to be able to receive the blessings of the kingdom, the sacraments, that, that we share in the life of our king. Um, and if you notice, uh, what's, what's different about sacred chrism from the other oils, is there's two things, but the one I'm forced. One is it has a, a special fragrance. You can smell it. You could, like, and moms will say, like, I'm not washing that baby because she's, you know, here or she smells great, you know, like, it just, it smells beautiful. And the idea is that just as this oil gives off a fragrance, that this child, this person who's been baptized priest, prophet, and king, their life is meant to give off the fragrance of God's love. That their life is to emulate the love of the king they serve, or rather, the love of the king who shows them what it means to love and to serve. And so, with our gospel today, with our, re- our mass today, we're celebrating kind of the end of time. At the end of time, Christ, everyone will know, everyone will know that Jesus is king. Um, and at the end of time, at the end of when, at our time of our death, each one of us will be held accountable. What will we be held accountable for? Whether we lived in conformity with that dignity of our kingship. Did I love others as my king called me to love? I can only love that way by his grace that because of sin I am naturally selfish. Um, if you notice the the opposite of love is not hate. It's selfishness. It's self-absorption. That love is to seek the good of the other for the sake of the other. The opposite of that is how can I use people around me for my good? There's an image that Dante gives in the Inferno, that um, as Dante descends to the, the bottom, like the center of hell, that he encounters the devil. And the devil is actually encased in ice. He's like, there's ice up to his chest. And it's his. Uh, the idea is, he, he has wings, and then when he flaps his wings, It chills everything around him. And when Dante approaches him, the evil one is so absorbed in himself that he doesn't even notice Dante approaching. Hell is self-absorption. Hell is selfishness. Haven't we experienced that around us, that even with our, our roommates, our friends, all they can think about is themselves. So even when they're talking to you, you're talking to them, they're not listening, or they're talking. Well, they're talking about themselves. You know, like um, I, I'm not blaming our friends or anything, but you know, I just we see it around us. We're guilty of it. The mirror is where we see it too, right? Um, but so, so Jesus shows us that it's not about self-absorption. It is about self-gift. That heaven is a giving away of self. That Jesus gives himself away to show us what love is, what heaven is. And that you and I, we we want to go to heaven, which is God giving himself to us, and then we give ourselves back to him. But we get to experience that love even here. That that I can live in my own iced-off prison of hell, or I can live as Jesus lives in giving myself away in love. And the, the reason I'm able to love in that way is because that's how Jesus loves me. That if, if you want a beautiful meditation today, take the first reading and take the gospel. You take the psalm too, you take, you take any scripture. But take, take those readings and, and listen to what Jesus wants to do for us. That, that the woman at the well, she was thirsty, and Jesus wanted to satisfy her thirst. That the crowds who come to him hungry, that Jesus wants to feed them. That we who have been uh, clothed with mortality, that Jesus wishes to clothe us with immortality. That I who have been imprisoned in sin, that Jesus wants to give me freedom. So in addition to the shepherd, the gospel tells us how Jesus wishes to love me. And it's having received that love from my king, from my God, that it allows me to go and to love others. I was talking with um, a graduate from NAU in the Newman Center uh, this week. Uh, she's a nurse, not, not here in Flagstaff, but she's an ICU nurse. And she said to me, the, her goal for each shift she has in the ICU, is to give one person a bath. I was like, oh, okay. She said, because I know, just kind of knowing the situation and knowing the nurses, that if I don't give them a bath, no one else will. And that this person didn't ask for it, this person, most of the people in ICU were unconscious, right? This person didn't ask for it. The family's not asking for it. She says, but their human dignity asks it. And I do it not because anybody will notice, but I do it because it's the right thing to do. She does it because she's emulating the love of the king she serves. And because she knows she's loved in that way, that her life now gives off the fragrance of the love of the king who loves her.